0: All right guys, Uh, of course, this is Paul Wilson. Chris Amke. You're listening or watching the Diesel Performance Podcast. Uh, We are in my new car or my used new new car. car. It's new to you. It's new to me. Yes, I like that. I always like that. Uh, So I picked up a 2012 BMW X5. It has just over 96,000 miles on the ticker. Uh, I got an okay deal on it. It was all right. Um, It was a good deal. Yeah. So we were 15 plus tax title license. I don't mind saying uh, quite a bit of shopping. I've looked for these things since UCC. Uh, when the I guys over
1: I listening yeah. <laughs> to him every day.
0: Like just
1: buy a fucking truck. Yeah,
0: for that sure. For sure, which I did get that advice as I was looking for this. Uh, just buy <laughs> a fucking truck. Um, so yeah, some some different ideas on this. Really the guys over at Diesel Ops, uh, JD and Brandon, kind of turned me on to the 35D, so this is a diesel version, of course. Of, I, uh, I just want to
1: point out, they would turn anyone onto this after seeing their cars at UCC. Oh, so I wanted nasty. one after that, they're they're hot.
0: So nasty, so the 335D uh, came out, I want to say like uh, 08, 09 up yeah. to uh, 2012, 2011 right there, and then the 35Ds, same year they started, they ran, them, or I'm sorry, the, the X5, so the SUV version, they ran those up until 2013. Um, the big thing here is it's, it's a six cylinder, three liter compound turbo diesel engine with a Bosch common rail injection system and piezo injectors. So CP3, piezo injectors, compound turbos, diesel. It, it kind of clicks off a bunch of the check marks, doesn't it? Diesel heaven is what I like right? to say. Yeah. <laughs> It's kind of stupid and then to throw in all these, all these creature comforts that I am not used to. (laughs) Um. (laughs) We're laughing. Why don't you tell them why we're laughing, Chris? What was my last car? You literally came from some,
1: it was a Nissan central. I don't even know the year. Was that like a 2000? Oh six. Oh six. The thing had a flat black like matte primered hood. The thing never wanted to start. You it had to just, just turn the key just enough to get the truck the car to turn over <laughs> to start. And it was cranking for minutes on minutes. Yeah. So we would always make fun of him and he never really cared. Like he's one guy, he doesn't he does not give a shit. He, he he's not you're not embarrassed. No, no, I, so, it was a commuter
0: car. I picked so, up my yeah. wife's car after we had a kid. I mean, it just, it made sense for my family. So any right?
1: upgrades, the things on 22s, I'm a fan of 22s, it I'm is, sorry yeah. to judge me. I don't care.
0: Yeah. yeah. It is, it is on black 22s. Uh, I would not have picked these rims, but I have gotten a lot of compliments on them. I would have picked them. <laughs> <laughs> I would have picked them.
1: You know, when I had my TDI, that was on 20s. Like right? the, the Ram is probably the only vehicle that I've owned up until this point that Still on stock rims? Still on stock wheels. Yeah.
0: Some of that's per Nick's request. Right. Yeah. (laughs) Either here nor there. (laughs) Right. Uh, I would say I I test drove a couple of these uh, X5s with the diesel in them and with stock rims and tires. The ride is better. I mean, just going over like really shitty ground, you definitely can feel more of the road um, with these 22s on it. It's a little more bouncy.
1: Yeah, yeah. Low pro tire. That was right before I sold the TDI and I took the 20s off and it was a Jetta with 20s. Like, you know, very low profile tires, if you don't remember. Oh yeah. Putting the stock 17s on and gaining that extra couple inches of tire, man, it rode like a Cadillac. Man, yep. this thing may <laughs> just feel the compounds just spooling. It does. I mean, for a stock- This thing drives really, really nice. Stock car with this stock
0: thing, tune, It. it I lives, was
1: impressed. It lives up to the BMW stature, right? Yeah. Like, A lot of the guys that are gonna listen in and watch this are like, oh, it's not a truck, it's not a Duramax, it's not a six liter Ford, it's not a Cummins. Right. Guys, think outside the box a little bit. There are other diesel powered platforms that are as equally badass. You might not be able to sled pull with them. You can still drag race with them. You can yeah. daily drive them and feel a lot of the creature comforts that you get from a daily driven diesel, you know? I,
0: I mean, honestly, when I was looking at it, um, I really wanted the 335D because it's, yep. it's small, it's light, it's a kind of a sports car. Yep. It's still a four-door so I can get a car seat in the back. So if you're watching the video version of today's podcast, uh, you'll probably see my kid's car seat in the back seat here. That's um, called adulting guys, he's right? a dad, <laughs> yeah. adulting. You, you just, you, you have to kind of weigh things out. I don't tow anything, I don't haul anything. Um, anytime I need a truck, I know somebody who has one or two of them available. At a time. Right. <laughs> <laughs> so, it's usually easy for me to find like a pickup bed if that's what I actually yeah. need. Uh, I needed something that I can make my 30 minute commute in comfort, uh, get decent fuel mileage and still have some fun at work with it, you know? And that was the the general idea.
1: Oh, the best thing was, is as you were looking at these, you were going to Nick, like, Nick, you ever tuned one? Well, no, but we can All right, cool, because I'm getting one, you're gonna tune it. Right, done, yeah. I'm not giving you the option. Like, that's one of the perks of working here. (laughs) Even the guys that have gas vehicles, he'll start tuning and tinker with. Like, it's a learning experience.
0: It is. Uh, We have not put this on the dyno yet. We expect it to make right around 240 horse to the wheel stock. Uh, With the big tune and some basic modifications, Guys got them at 370. Uh, The boys up at Diesel Ops have played around with some spray. They've gotten these engines on the 335s up to uh, past the 500 horsepower mark. Did they do anything with turbochargers? Upgrading Uh, those? Yeah, so they they played around with doing a a single turbo swap. Oh wow. The tuning really wasn't there to make it a daily driver kind of option. they are starting to work with some different opportunities for some uh, like drop-in replacement turbos.
1: I mean, 500 horsepower in a vehicle like this or even 400 horsepower is
0: nothing to sneeze at. I mean, 5,400 pound curb weight, just to give you a ballpark, you know,
1: considering, you know, what a Duramax feels like at 500 horse. I mean, a built trans max effort Duramax that's a 12 second truck. Yeah. At 7,000 pound weight. Right,
0: so. right. So so you got, you, you know, it can be fun. Is it going to be the fastest diesel uh, of your local drag strip? Probably not, right? You're not going to go into an NHRDA event with one of these uh but you definitely could go on vacation with the family yeah or
1: I, something or you could you know race in the bracket racing with the index racing
0: oh dude for sure i think that'd this one consistent. would be a killer yeah, to be honest do really you know well. that stock throttle curve is really easy to control because it's not it's not sensitive i'll just put it there. i don't yeah. want it's not as soft as some of the other emissions equipped stuff that uh we've driven for sure like the 2.8 colorado felt like there was a spring under the pedal yeah, yeah. this is not that bad i definitely i'll stand on it here um i don't know if you'll pick up the engine noise here guys
1: fastest compounded diesel engine i've ever been in <laughs> uh
0: we very quickly are approaching um you know speeding ticket range here of 70 miles an hour or so it's in kilometers guys so. <laughs> <laughs> uh oh, but God. it does it's it's smooth you know and that that's one thing that i'll say about it it is still emissions equipped there's an egr and a dpf on these uh, there are some alternatives out there in the aftermarket world for those uh, yeah. components. But uh, for all in all, just for jumping in a stock truck, it's... Yeah, this thing drives really well. It's It's got it.
1: I mean, think about it. What else are you gonna buy? Let, let's cut the price out of the equation, okay? Sure. What are you gonna buy mid-range diesel where it, you know, people buy diesels because of the torque. Yep. They're more fuel efficient, okay? That's pretty much the two biggest ones. Yeah. So you either buy a, a egg TDI from Volkswagen uh, a car so the TDI Chevy Cruze something like that or I know I said I wasn't gonna bring up price but now you start getting into that 2.8 Colorado Canyon which is something you were talking about sure
0: double the price yeah deb- and, I, I definitely looked at them but even a used one was the price of like a uh, 2012 2011 LML yeah. and I'm like well I don't need something brand new. That's no. not something that I require. I don't have to rely on a warranty because I'm probably not gonna get approved for a warranty claim anyways. Right. So like realistically buying brand new is not that appealing to me. And I, I think that's something that as we shop for vehicles, uh, especially for diesels, you do have to open up your mind a little bit. Like oh, yeah. here we are passing this beautiful yeah. uh, fourth gen mega cab. A mega black and, edition. And she's bad. Like she's like bad that fun. was a badass truck yeah. that we just randomly passed out here in the cornfields. Uh, but the price tag on that truck just makes it not even an option yeah. to look at if this is in your price range. If you're looking a- around that 15k mark, what what are you seriously looking at? Like you said, TDI's, uh, a Touring TDI at 15 grand. You're no. talking high mileage, older or model. Older, right. Um, it was it was really rough to find. Uh, Chevy Cruze. To be honest with you, man, I wouldn't buy a Chevy Cruze no. if you paid my payments. Um, if I was gonna buy a car, I don't care.
1: I'll argue with anyone to the death. I've owned enough of them. It's gonna be a Jetta or a Passat TDI. If, if we're talking diesel power plant. Yeah, car,
0: yeah. You know, the 335 I, I, I think would be in an option, but yeah, it, it, you'd be right there on uh, a yeah. price range. And also 335s, I had a really hard time finding them local to me with the options I wanted and the package I wanted, like getting the M Sport in it or the M package in it, getting, you know, all the little things that I wanted it was just super hard to find. Whereas in this one, kind of fell in my lap. Yeah. Just to be honest.
1: Well, oh, one day you're talking about a car, the next day you show up with an SUV. I was like, <laughs> "What is this?" But it was a better—it was a better move, in my opinion.
0: Yeah, it, it was—it was definitely more of a long-term thought out. You know, I—I uh, I have always had a soft spot for the European cars. I've had a sob in yeah. the past and things like that. Um, so yeah, it was. It was a, a last minute call, you know, kind of based, like like always with used car shopping, you have a family, based on everything.
1: You have a family vehicle, go on a vacation, get decent fuel mileage, have, uh, you know, two kids, cause I'm sure you got another one on the way coming up or the plan there is somewhere in the immediate future. Sorry. If
0: you ask my wife, yeah. Yeah, dude.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Good luck. But you know what I mean? Like you get in this thing and drive, you know, it's comfortable.
0: That's it, yeah. Um, Chris, we're gonna go ahead and take a quick commercial
2: break here. And when we come back, you guys
0: will see Emke driving this turd. Oh, guys.
2: Hi, I'm Nick with DuramaxTuner.com. Right now I'm behind the wheel of our 2004 Duraburb, a truck with over a thousand wheel horsepower. This is one of our most popular projects. and includes a lot of cool new cutting edge parts, including Exergy's 14 millimeter pump, our Stealth 64, 150% over injectors, and of course that BorgWarner S 488 SXE. Man, listen to that thing, it is just nasty. (laughs) Remember, we're not just a tuning shop. We're a specialty high-performance shop capable of starting your build and finishing it, taking whatever horsepower number you're looking for and putting together a drivable, succinct, reliable combination of parts. You can get in contact with us at 815-568-7920 Again, that's 815-568-7920. I'm Nick Pregnitz.
1: All right, guys, we're back. As Paul promised, I am now in the driver's seat of this unit, (laughs) as I like to call it. (laughs) You know, you made a a comment about the pedal. Yeah. There is no dead spot. Like this is very, for a stock, just coming from like the TDIs in the past and some of the trucks and whatnot, but it's it's responsive, it's right
0: there. Like Yeah. Dead pedal's probably not the right description no. for this throttle feeling. It's it's uh soft. It, this is it's probably a yeah, better Yeah. Because it it I
1: will say like you touch it, it it starts to register, right? And then you have to get a little bit more aggressive in there to get it, you know, once you're in vehicle speed. Yeah. But you can tell, you can feel it's a DC, you feel the torque. You know, you it feel right it just away. getting in it, yeah, it's there. <laughs> That's compound turbochargers for you. This thing drives really, really nice, man. For fifteen thousand dollars, I keep thinking about every truck I ever bought for the, around that price range. And yeah, it needed another ten thousand dollars. I part. remember
0: a VP truck we bought at the company last year, two years, two ago, years ago, for more money than this. Yeah, and that was a O2. Yeah, and I get it. The VP. I mean, there's a reason for that, right? Because if you need, if you need a truck, right. and you love VP trucks that was a really really clean one it was very rare was nice truck. i get i get why it had the price tag it had like i yeah. think the value was there for that buyer
2: well
1: i think you know depending on what a person wants and what their desire is that puts a price tag on it right so the the guy i'm not in the vp market uh, i loved him when i had him yeah but i see a value because parts are very inexpensive they're extremely reliable and they just they're very cost efficient to keep them on the street right versus a common rail injection truck where injectors are eight times the cost right common rail pumps are more expensive you know that's those are mainly the two things. Everything else is the same, but when you get to the newer trucks, they're non-emission trucks. You could basically run anything you want through them fuel wise and it will run.
0: Right. You know. Well there's also there's I think there's just a certain amount of familiarity with there it. Is. Where like I'm comfortable with a VP truck. I had a VP truck. Yep. I had a VP truck when I was young, you know, all these things where it's like, okay, well it makes sense why you have a VP truck, right? Oh definitely. You
1: know, and it's like for myself, everything I've ever owned, it's always held a special spot in my heart. Like, that vehicle stuck out and I regretted selling that because. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. But for me, I mean, the biggest thing on why I never wanted another one was, oh, they never made a four-door and I'm also adulting and I have a child. So,
0: Well, I was just gonna say is, is now, like you think about you had a VP truck when you were early twenties, late teens, yeah, somewhere 19, in there, right? 19 to 23. Yeah. So now you look at where you're at in your life now and it's like, well, I do like cooled seats, which ah, I'll just turn on here, yeah, yeah. right? Like I do like backup cameras and lifts. panoramic roofs and a $40,000 price tag on a newer truck or more. You know, if you want a new truck, right? 60, yeah. 70,000. Sometimes that's just not practical.
1: No, the amenities go a long way. I think that comes with age. You know, when I talk to a lot of guys on the phone, whether, you know, to delete a truck, keep it emissions on, five inch straight pipe,
2: four inch (laughs) straight pipe, you know.
1: When I was 23, 24, that's when I started to have my turning point, you know, and it was before that loud stacks, you know, whatever. Then when I built my 07, it was, how many mufflers can I put on this thing?
0: I I think we (laughs) can go back and pull quotes of you saying like, how cool it was to drive a big single turbo that had a lot of lag and then all the power hits and it screams at once and like, well, sure. Yeah, when you were seventeen, you had nowhere to go, and all you were doing was driving around on the country roads, beating the shit yeah. out of your truck. That was awesome. It but was. today, you don't want that going back and forth to work. No, not as a not
1: as you become more family oriented. You have a child. You know, you you hold this kind of stature of yourself, right? You yeah. know, and people see you and say, "Hey, this is what you do for a living." You want to be at the front end of that, right? Yeah. So. Yeah, if you were to have told me 10 years ago I would have what I drive now, I would laugh at you like that. You're you're lame. Right. And I, I do. Right. And I'm sure same thing for you. Oh, for sure. Oh, you're going to drive a diesel SUV. Like, no, you're not. And now you think it's cool. Back then, you, you did not think it was oh, cool. Oh, well, because they
0: weren't. I mean, they a weren't. diesel SUV when we were young sucked. Yep. Like, number one. Uh, I mean, what are you, you're talking about a 6.5 Tahoe, right? I've yeah. had a two-door six-five Tahoe. Yeah. They're terrible. I mean, they look awesome, but they're terrible, <laughs> they're terrible. vehicles. Like, you don't want to own one. No, no. All right, uh, we're at a stop sign. Go ahead, Chris. Give it the beans. Get it? You want me to do
1: boosted launches? No dude? boosted. I've,
0: I've heard boosted launches aren't great in these. <laughs> they're they're great in everything. Yeah, I'm are sure. Gonna, Especially when it's not
1: mine. I'm sure. <laughs> Let's just do a roll on it
0: while I passed up that warranty.
1: Oh, it just clicked 100K. (laughs) Very torquey. The thing got up to 70 mile an hour in a hurry. I wasn't even fully floored, and I rolled onto it from about 15 mile an hour. This is, in my opinion, in stock form. I've driven a lot of gas vehicles, a lot of trucks. As a commuter vehicle goes, this in stock form blows a 2.8
0: oh yeah you oh know, i, I think just so
1: just the, the torque curve the the broad power band that it has this thing you can drive in traffic or on the highway stomp on it and get around
0: the next person and the power's there it's consistent yeah and i have passed quite a few people already i sure it does i it can does tell by your average mpg it. yeah yeah so mpgs all right so one of the reasons you get this mpgs are supposed to be great uh it's yeah. a diesel yeah. you're in a 5400 pound car so like Nowadays, your average six cylinder SUV, which I'll vouch, our Jeep, uh, I do have a Jeep Cherokee, yep. six cylinder, all wheel drive, and that gets at best, like on the highway, the best I've gotten with it is probably hand calculated around 18 miles to the gallon. Well, my my wife, she has one. Yep. We have a 16, and that thing hand calculated, the best we
1: ever got on a three mile trip doing 70 miles an hour was like 21. There so you go. So right there. I mean, yeah. they're not
0: 18 to 21, they're not right? The the most high teens, low 20s. Um, yes, so, yes, yeah, so, for a guess, so speed, not great. that's not bad. No, exactly, no. and that's why I say is I've already been stomping on the throttle the way we have yep. today is the way I drive. I'm in and out of traffic every day. Most of my commute is through traffic. Um, I never break 60 miles an hour. Uh, so, yeah, so to get I'm 17, 9, 18 miles of the gallon um, is where I'm at right now. On the highway coming home, hand calculated from the dealership was about an hour and a half away, all highway coming back. 27 yep. miles of the gallon on it. So like phenomenal when I'm on the highway and I'm not driving like an asshole, um, as mean, rare as
1: that is. What are you, and this is one of the things that I talk about, you know, driving like a full-size truck and the truck it's. Gets- it gets good mileage. I'm, I'm, I'm very ecstatic with what I've been able to achieve in that thing. Yeah. But if I were to have downsized and went to a, a gas car or, and, unless I'm buying a TDI car, you know. Right. You're going to be looking at the high teens, low 20s as a, as a, as a fuel consumption. That's you it. You know. Yep. I've been spoiled for how many years driving TDIs as commuters, you know.
0: <laughs> go 40 from, miles in the gallon. Dude,
1: I went from spending like 15 to $17 a week and I drive 60 miles a day.
0: Yeah. To
1: 60, $70, $70, a week, but (laughs) it's the creature comforts that, you know, outweigh that cost. It is, yeah. And that's a lot of what this comes down to. I mean, you know what, guys that are listening, you know, The younger crowd probably isn't gonna understand this. It comes with a little bit of age and a little bit of experience, but as you get a little older, you understand the value of being comfortable when you're driving
0: something. I mean, I do think that there is a a certain amount of cool factor to the X5, and maybe that's just my own personal taste of like, Uh, I've always liked SUVs. I've always liked Tahos. I've always liked Blazers. You can go straight. We'll hook down on the next one cool. uh but i've always liked suvs i do think there are some cool looking suvs sure. out there it's not a minivan you know which no. is like the ultimate of, of lame vehicles ever right i'd rather have an avail than a than a caravan right. that's but, i mean that's just how rough i see minivans again right? there's
1: a practicality to you do not need a truck
0: yeah you personally don't need know exactly but
1: you have a passion for diesel so you were able to spin two things off to something that benefits you and is productive and what you do and you can take what you do for a living and spin it off into your vehicle just as a lot of our customers and users, friends, dealers, they all do the same thing. Yeah, so. exactly.
0: And if you're a listener and you're thinking about this and you're kind of looking around at new cars, you're thinking, hey, maybe my wife needs a car. Uh, they're out there, they're oh, available, yeah. you know, jump on cars.com, Carfax, uh, it was yeah. uh, ironically where I found this one. Uh, it did take a bit of searching and there are there are some aftermarket upgrades available there for are. them. So one of the things I wanted to kind of get into today was some of my plans for this vehicle in the future. Yeah. Uh, as we mentioned, it's got these black 22 whatever on rubber bands, uh, 22 inch rims on rubber bands. It's not exactly my style. I do think it looks cool. I would not have bought these if I was the one shopping for them. Like I would not have spent my money on them. Hmm. Uh, but I get it. It looks good this way. Fire. So this coming, <laughs> this coming fall, uh, we're here, we're here in northern Illinois. We know the roads are going to be dog shit. It is all wheel drive. I'm sure I can make it on these tires, but right. I don't want to. I don't want to put my kid in the car yep. and, and all the other bullshit that goes along with it, and scuff up the rims in the winter and the salt and all that shit. Trans so nice, by the way. Doesn't it? Yeah, it's, so really well. it's so smooth. It's so smooth. I've heard. I've read nothing but great reports. Yeah. These transes hold easily up to 600 horsepower, uh, 1,000 foot-pounds of torque, no problem. So right out of the gate, pretty solid. Yeah. Uh, so yeah. So anyway. So so tires, rims. The those will come off for the winter at the least. They may just go forever we'll see what deals i work uh, probably throw a set of stockers back on it and that's really all i plan on doing to the exterior it's got a couple of nicks and scratches on the back bumper uh, so that'll go into the paint shop for a little touch up other than that i really want to tune it emissions equipped uh so i've been working with the guys at calibrated power who are on the r d team uh so nobody who's been in videos before but uh the josh's as we call them josh squared <laughs> josh squared uh they've agreed to help me out with some of the tuning uh we'll be using not efi live for this uh it's a hardware software package called alien tech uh they're out of italy they're what we've used them on um cdi's for a while a few other platforms they support some of the odd stuff that's out there comes down to a whole question about being able to read the file so right now what's industry current is pull the ecu and set send it into a tuner the tuner opens up the ecu actually solders in or actually uh, k tag they call it so actually connects physically to the circuit board inside of the ecu um I've talked to Nick about this over at Calibrated Power. He is not interested in scaling up a core ECU tuning program again. Uh, that's something that we did years ago, probably killed about five years ago with yep. Duramax Tuner. Uh, he'll never go down that route again. I have heard some rumors about being able to read and flash through the OBD2 port uh, with a KESS uh, V2. Uh, We will see, that's the best I can say right now. The nice thing working at a tuning shop is we have that. Right, right, yeah, we have the tools and I know the nerds who could work on that and work those details out. And uh, And you
1: mean nerds in the most respectful
0: way possible. Uh, In the most jealous way of what they do (laughs) compared to what I do possible. Um, Yeah, for sure, yeah, I I wish I could be half that smart. Uh, So yeah, so so we're gonna work on some emissions equipped tuning. I'll be honest, I don't know why nobody has done emissions equipped performance on these. Uh, There are some like, carb approved foolers, you know, just pressure boxes and things like that. Uh, There's no emissions equipped custom tuning. Now this could be because of a lack of interest in the market, a lot of people haven't asked for it. It could be because of some of the standard kind of feelings and standard assumptions of body equipment out there in the marketplace. Um, or it could be that the emissions equipment is so small on this small engine that it's just not gonna handle the type of abuse uh, tuning is gonna throw at it. So we'll see. I think there's definitely something to learn there, uh, whether we can do it with or without the DPF and the EGR.
1: I'm curious, you know, thinking back a couple years ago when we had my 12 and we did the tuning and you know, not to call out any other tuning shops but they had their horsepower tunes out and we had my car emissions equipped making the same power and the car had two hundred thousand on a stock dpf and egr and the car ran flawlessly yeah i would still have that car of vw
0: thank you vw didn't pay me for it <laughs> didn't offer you a higher buyback price than what the retail market was for it i mean they doubled my money from what i bought it for. it was ridiculous yeah, yeah that, that one was a score But yeah, so that's kind of my idea is we're going to start off with just some real basic uh, emissions-equipped tuning through a CTS monitor. CTS 2 monitor does plug into them, so uh, I'll be putting that in probably tonight uh, when we get back to the shop, so we'll post podcast a little work there. And then um, from there, it's a wait-and-see game. So if the emissions equipment will last through the winter, uh, that would be great. And then next summer is when I would start tearing into the turbos. So... Uh, Again, without knowing too much about the specifics uh, on the the turbo setup, I'll probably go after the atmospheric charger first, just because that's how compound turbochargers work usually can force more air through that uh, primary charger by just putting a larger atmospheric charger on or low pressure charger. So uh, that'll be the first step. Uh, we'll push that twin kit as far as we can. And then I'll again, kind of wait and see of how much my wife wants to kill me after investing that money into the family car.
1: Might be uh, cheaper to do a divorce. <laughs>
0: Joking, actually. I think the rule is cheaper to keep her, but... (laughs) No, that's that's fact, yeah. Uh, (laughs) God. All right. On to better
1: topics. On to better Um, topics. So one of the other things that we're working on, guys, me and Paul, we're going to use this vlog podcast to talk about. Uh, Paul thinks that it'd be a great idea, such as... uh, I think it's a great idea as well. We're going to start doing a vlog series where you'll be looking at my beautiful face and we're going to start doing truck reviews that's it and it's not just one truck here one truck there it's going to be stock truck modified truck comparing a stock truck to a dune truck just talking about all the different characteristics that you guys experience so we're going to get more interactive with this and you guys posting commenting things like that it is nice that i have a plethora of vehicles at the shop that i have at my disposal that we can use and that's then right. kind of spin off of that so on top of what my nine to five is and then what my uh, Friday four to five is, <laughs> we're gonna throw that into the mix. So be on the lookout for that. Um, if yeah, you I think guys... a ride along
0: vlog series is gonna be good. It's man. gonna be huge. I think our listeners will really be into it. You guys will be able to find that over at the uh, Duramax Tuner and Calibrated yeah. Power uh, YouTube channels. We'll probably also push it out onto a Facebook page yeah. as well. kind of see where that goes but uh i'm excited for that one chris i think it's gonna be a lot of fun to to watch
1: i take so much time in the day talking about drivability and characteristics it's one thing to talk about it but it's one thing to kind of display and show it yeah and that's what i'm most excited about with this and then getting into like higher horsepower application big turbocharger trucks like the rpm the truck going nowhere when i'm floored you can clearly see that in a video you know so instead of me having to explain myself all the time and i feel like an idiot because i might not be explaining it the best in that situation now we have something to display and show right you know big twin trucks whatever the case may be
0: this is definitely not just a ploy for a bunch of people to let chris drive their trucks reckless no. recklessly on the road no. yes yes uh-
1: <laughs> thanks nick <laughs>
0: No, so you're gonna be kicking that one off. Uh, I, I think this will, we'll call this the teaser. Your first yeah. official ride along is going to be in the RAM. We'll do the RAM 2015, so, Ram, the box. 2015
1: RAM box. 2015 Rambox, the missions equipped, twin turbo. We have a sister truck, which is a 16 crew short, uh, missions equipped that will be like stock trans tuning. I have lines on a 14 that is uh, missions deleted with tuning. So we can talk about some of the characteristics there. Oh, a lot of Cummins in there, bro. Hold on. Hold on. The best displaced motor is a 6.7. I have Fords on the line. Okay. So a buddy of mine just picked up a 2018 King Ranch.
0: Oh yeah.
1: Um, I'm gonna be getting that truck next week. We're Are gonna- Are you do talking about the tuning. red one with
0: the rubber floors? That's a
1: platinum. This That's, is the sorry. King Ranch. This thing actually has the panoramic roof. So okay. he actually stepped up. Not a cheap ass. Yes. So. Um, I'm actually gonna do a drive along on that. That is a bone stock truck as of right
0: now. Oh, I love it. So
1: we're gonna take that truck, drive it, run it, film it, and then we're gonna tune it. And I'm gonna drive it, film it, run it. And we're just gonna go through this. Like we're gonna do a lot of videos. We'll have a lot to schedule out. Yeah. So you're gonna be busy
0: scheduling, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah I mean, no, so so my plan uh, for your vlog, Chris, is to minimum once a month. Uh, we're really gonna try to press that up to every other week. Yep. Uh, they do take some time to produce on, like, It's just all about getting production into the end. swing of things. You, know? it is, you gotta yeah. get into the swing of it. it it's, a, it's a lot like the podcast, where yep. we need to also make sure we have a sustainable amount of content yep. to be able to provide you guys, so you guys aren't waiting you know, three months at a time for a new video or anything like that. We wanna make sure that we can keep it out on a regular basis. Uh, Right now, for the rest of 2018, I think it'd be pretty easy to book you into trucks and, you know, a production schedule. Uh, For our listeners, if there's stuff you guys wanna see Chris drive, and there's stuff that you guys wanna see Chris do a review on, even if it's something very specific about a truck or a specific setup, let us know, man. Shoot us a a message over at Diesel Performance Podcast, uh, whether you do that. Uh, on Facebook or you call us. Of course, uh, phone number at the shops, 815-568-7920. You can reach Chris at extension. 2121. Are you sure? Yeah. I'm just messing with you. Yeah, okay. For so now. Chris is 2121. For I'm now. 2122. Uh, you can leave me a voicemail. I rarely answer my phone, but I do always return my calls. What a dick. So please feel <laughs> free to leave me a message. I'm, 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 yeah, I'm up running around. It's, it's not that I ever see the phone ringing and I choose not to answer it. That's crazy talk. No, for sure. Oh. He's running around doing a lot of stuff. Yeah. Stuff. Um
1: oh. I still question what he does. Right. And so <laughs>
0: does everyone. Um. <laughs> Yeah, no, no but, it, but, it's but we do. I think it's going to be a lot of fun. We definitely hope uh, all of our podcast listeners will, will jump on the, the YouTube channel and give it a shot, give it a watch, uh, see how you like it, give Chris some feedback. Uh, take it easy on him. He's a little sensitive. Constructive criticism.
1: Don't appreciate it, but send it. I might motherfuck you guys, but...
0: Yeah, it'll be out of love. You know, things. I still remember. We got one three-star review on the podcast back when Danny was on the show. Yeah. Uh, and this guy put a three-star review and said that I said absolutely too much. And I th- think I spent about three weeks. Uh, yeah. Just you were venting. Heated. You were yeah, heated venting down. about uh, his comment of my yeah. critique of my use of the word absolutely. Yeah. But. A- absolutely. <laughs> absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> oh God. Yeah. Cool. Well. Yeah. Hey guys, uh, for today I think that just about wraps up everything that I wanted to talk about. Uh, we're going to be back in the studio starting next week. Uh, we got some great interviews coming up. I think we got a line on a guy from Hams Oil, so we're finally going to be talking about oil and oil maintenance, uh, a lot along of with stuff. some other cool technical content there. A lot of questions guys ask, and I just like, hey, I run Rotella, <laughs> so we'll be rolling into that really soon. Uh, for today, this has been Paul Wilson and Chris Emke. Thanks for listening and or watching. Watching. The Diesel Performance Podcast is brought to you by Calibrated Power Solutions, home of Duramaxtuner.com. Calibrated Power develops emissions-equipped calibrations for a wide variety of diesel powertrains, including Duramax, Cummins, Powerstroke, John Deere, Case, New Holland, and many more. For more information and the best customer service in the industry, check out CalibratedPower.com or call 815-568-7920. That's 815-568-7920. If you'd like to contact the podcast, send us a message through Facebook or email paul at duramaxtuner.com or chris at cehmke at duramaxtuner.com. Hey, thanks for listening. Your feedback is appreciated. Please rate and review us on iTunes, subscribe on YouTube, like us on Facebook, and by all means, let us know if you have any ideas for a podcast. We'd love to hear from you.
1: thing was is as you were looking at these you were going to nick like nick you ever tuned one well no but we can all right cool so i'm getting one done. you're going to tune right it. done yeah I-